Hello and welcome, Reinforced Running Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. Today we have friend of the show, Annie Doobie, back on. And Annie had a tremendous 2021 season, finishing second at the World Championships of Spartan, the U.S. National Series of Spartan, the North American Championships of Spartan. She absolutely crushed it. So we're talking about some of her preparations for this year as she's about to get her first race of the year in Big Bear after she sustained kind of a traumatic injury early in the season. So we talk about her journey through that and kind of how her mindset has shifted from the athlete that she was leading into 2021 to where it is now. And then how that injury kind of threw every threw a wrench in all of that stuff. So awesome conversation as always. And he's very insightful, very positive, and really looking forward to seeing her back on out on that course. Here we go, Annie Doobie. All right, Annie Doobie, hello, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Yeah, I'm happy to have you back to chat on the podcast. And uh, I think since last time you've been on, it was probably right after Worlds, right? And and since yeah. then, you've, I mean, last season, just in general, you had such a kind of this breakout season and became a real kind of mainstay now, I would I would say for people who are following this to like, they like will know who you are a little bit more and, and when they look in the landscape of this season, like would be expecting to, to see up there. So I'm excited to just kind of chat with you a little bit, see what you've been up to and, and kind of what this year is going to be looking like. Um, sure. So like, I want to dig into this a little bit later, but you got hurt <laughs> in, in a non-traditional runner type of way. Um, so you want to tell us a little bit about what happened with your injury? Sure. Yeah. So like very end of January was just climbing, bouldering in the gym and, uh, was working on this one problem for like, probably like a couple of weeks at this point, taking so many falls on it, uh, and just happened to fall in like the perfect way. <laughs> it was like the perfect storm, <laughs> the right angle. And it just, um, yeah, as soon as I hit the mat, like I was falling face first and um, it's hard, like it's hard when you're in that position to like correct yourself super quick. Um, and yeah, I broke my fall with my with my arm and uh, knew right away that it was at least dislocated, if not broken too. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty traumatic injury, but um, yeah. So, I mean, in that moment, I'm, you said you like passed out, right? Like it was like really bad, and, uh, <laughs> like not, not awesome. <clears throat> yeah. I, I didn't pass out right away. Right away. I, I think I screamed because <laughs> a bunch of people came like pretty quickly to like rush around and see what, you know, if I was okay. And then, um, I sat there for a minute, like drank some water, like could see that my arm was definitely out of, out of its uh joint like the, my lower arm um and I was trying to get like they were trying to get me up to get to the car I'm gonna go to the ER and uh and like a few st- I took a few steps and then my legs kind of just crumbled and I <laughs> think I blacked out <laughs> yeah. yeah I could imagine like seeing because I think that happens a lot when people see like their own blood or something like that I'd be like yeah. oh boy it's just like yeah your body's signal to like essentially play dead right like, something's wrong right. like let's just yep see like let's see if this, this can pass um i'm sure you've thought about it a million times but you said it wasn't would it have helped if you were higher up because you said it wasn't even that high of a fall right uh no it wasn't that high of a fall i mean it was it was from the top of the bouldering wall which was maybe mm. like maybe 10 or 12 feet uh oh but i think it was just the angle because i was kind of like in a dynamic like like swinging laterally to get the final like hold on the on the on the problem and um it kind of like propelled me into this like like almost like a superman position like face face down um mm. and i just yeah i just couldn't get on my feet like normally when you're falling in that position you want to just like like a cat like get like put your feet underneath you and then roll back on you know onto your butt and like break your fall um, you don't want to fall on your, on your wrist ever <laughs> or your head. Right. And is it, it, was it just like the way that you were falling, like your feet were bu- like 
like uh, above your head kind yeah, of yeah 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 um, exactly because of the dynamic motion yeah because is there anything like like when you think about it like anything you could have done like or is it just like uh, that's just what happened and like that's what how it was going to happen a thousand times i don't know it's hard to say like because i think i mean i had fallen from that exact that exact move like a dozen times before that so i think it i think it just happened to be the right the right angle like perfect you know like my arm must have been like perfectly locked out and i like i don't know i just fell on it Ugh. yeah that's that's, <laughs> that's gotta be so rough. i mean because you are a pretty skilled uh and experienced climber is this the first time a problem that you is you're not going to solve <laughs> it's probably gone um, now right that route is probably it's changed. definitely gone yeah uh, I think they might have taken it down right away, actually. <laughs> like, um, we can't have this happen. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's been there's been problems at the gym where, like, I've worked on it so long that they eventually just took, took it down. But mm, um, Okay. Yeah. So it's not going to haunt you, haunt you that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I guess we'll just keep – we'll just talk about where, where this is now because um, I want to talk – I wanted to talk about, like, where your mindset was going into the season – Actually, yeah, let's, let's just go there because after, so that was in January and the, the world championships where you got second, that was in December. So it had only been about a month Were you even like really, were, had, had you been thinking about the 2022 season at that point or were you able just to get into the off season and just kind of like let everything decompress and just kind of relax? Or what was your, what were you thinking about in terms of training leading into the 2022 season? Yeah, I think it was like right around then I had started, you know, the it's kind of like transitioning from like the the off season where I wasn't really doing a whole lot of training or at least not like serious training and then um seeing like what the schedule was, figuring out what races I wanted to focus on. Um and I think I think they had announced like the Spartan series by that point. I'm trying to remember, but I mean, I was definitely like kind of excited about uh, this this year for the for the national series or the whatever they're calling it, the North American series with yeah, yeah. the elite mountain, North American, yeah, yeah, the mountain focus of it. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> that everyone was thrilled about that, but it definitely excited me. Um, so, yeah, yeah, because I think they had because I, I remember chatting about it and being like, well, this is good for this is good for you. <laughs> like, cause it, and that was before we thought we knew slow was going to be essentially a track race. We thought slow could be a, a mountainous hilly type of course too. It's like, Oh, these are actually all yeah. mountains or some sort of hills for that. Um, totally. so, I mean, things definitely changed once that injury happened and like your focus probably have to shift back, but like coming out of it, what were you thinking? Were you just be like, okay, I, want, I need to improve my climbing or what, what were some of the takeaways after such a successful season? leading into the season, like where you think you could have Im improved with that time? Yeah, I think um, the way I wanted to like enter the season was with a little bit more of a um, focus on just like getting my running speed back because most of last, most of like the end of 2021, I would say like from the summer through the fall was all just focused on on mountain stuff. Um, mm -hmm. and then like Abu Dhabi was kind of like a weird, uh, a weird training block where I, to be honest, I wasn't even really sure like what, how to train for that. I was like running up, um, the local sand dune and just like on the beach, <laughs> which I mean, it's not like you're, you're really doing a whole lot of, um, leg speed kind of work with that. So yeah, I wanted to focus on doing some like faster, um, faster speed workouts and then um kind of transition after the first race into more of like a bigger mountain build mm. um, so with the and that makes sense right and that is and with like your just background as a runner you're you're fast but i wouldn't say like you're gonna blow anybody's doors off with your speed <laughs> what do you think if like we put you on a on like a flat 10k against the women's field what do you think you what do you think you stack up uh i have no idea um i 
I don't know. I would say that like there's some really fast girls um, in OCR like Emma and Nicole mm -hmm. who I don't even stand a chance with them. Um, but I would say like, I would say I'd be somewhere in the top, like maybe alongside Lindsay or um, uh, some of, yeah, some of the other like top 10 women um, somewhere in that mix. Cause Lindsay's not bad on the road. She ran a pretty good three mile for that OCR star. That was OCR stars. That was pretty impressive. It was like eight, maybe just under 18, but I think that's fair. You've run with her on a, on a bunch of different courses. So yeah. I bet you'd be like sixth at worst. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I ran a fairly flat 10 miler recently, but that's kind of the only thing I have to go off. <laughs> I that was think still I on. That in like, uh, what were you saying? I was, it's still kind of on trails, wasn't it? It was on trails, but it was like, there was like one big climb, but otherwise it was like more rolling hills, which to me is pretty flat. <laughs> it was right. more like a cross country kind of course. Yeah, yeah. I think I ran that in like an hour and five minutes. So. Oh, nice. I don't yeah. know what that would translate. I think it was right around 6.30s, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. so that must have been a pretty fat. must does it feel weird running fast over trails? Like that's pretty fast. Did you just like, I felt really, really fast. Like it yeah. was, uh, it was the trails were completely non-technical. They were more like cattle, um, cattle trails, like, uh, oh. more like double wide. It wasn't really like a ton of single track and, um, everything was pretty like packed dirt kind of, like you could probably oh. wear wear road shoes on that on that track. You probably wear cross country spikes. Yeah, you're probably right. Or that, yeah. Yeah, and the, so it wasn't like winding around. It was pretty like big turns and everything. Um, for the most part, yeah. There were some like maybe a few like switchbacks, um, but other than that, um, it was more like wider. Yeah, like bigger like cattle uh, trails. It was out on the ranch. So when you're you're in an obstacle race and say like yeah maybe two to three people have a clear running advantage in terms of foot speed over you, um, is that just something like when you're thinking about wanting to improve that that you just want to kind of sure everything up and just kind of be a little more well rounded or do you think that it would give you like a, a competitive advantage like what would be the thought around putting some speed block on? Um, yeah, I think. It's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that I would say it, it totally, like, depends on, you know, how they lay out the season and how, like, what what kind of races are in what venues um, they put out there. Because I think, like, if this year they, they had included, like, Asheville again, I think um, – having that like in the like smack in the middle of the season, it'd be, it'd be really interesting to try and train for um, like a, like a mountain race, like Utah, and then somehow keep enough of that speed um, and that mm -hmm. like leg turnover to, to be competitive on like an Asheville course. And, and honestly, I think it, that's, that's a cool component of, of like Spartan racing and OCR is that like, um, if you want to do well in the, in the season, usually you, you kind of have to have like multiple tricks up your sleeve. Um, this year, I would say it's, it's not as much of focus on that. Um, I think from what I'm hearing, the Mexico race is probably going to be a lot like flatter and faster than people are thinking. Um, hmm. But otherwise, I would say it's like it's like some grindy, like tough mountain courses. So it's definitely not as as top of a priority for me this year but like with with slow coming in like and that really was for flat fast runners totally yeah so yeah it's interesting like it would it makes sense in terms of like an athlete's progression to have it early because they did that with jacksonville and jacksonville is like it's flat but you're like you're running in like the marsh you know you're in the swamp so it's like it's really right. hard to get up and really go but slow wasn't like that. And Asheville, you can definitely run on too. So it does make it a little bit tricky. Slow was like, I don't know, of any Spartan race I've ever seen, slow was just wild fast. Like I, I was on a gator um, with the, like chasing the lead men and 
and it was crazy. Like I couldn't believe how fast they were running. It, it <laughs> felt like we were wa watching like a road race. Um, and I think it was really exciting actually. Like I'd like to see more of that. I think even though maybe it, it might not play to my advantages, but um, I think it makes for like an exciting race spectator wise. I agree. And the coverage that they had for slow was like really good. And it was like yeah. really kind of compelling and seeing how they like, I think we counted it. It was like, there's in the men's field, there was, I think seven lead changes, six yep. different athletes or maybe eight lead changes with six different athletes or something like that, which is awesome. It's not something you really get to see. Usually it's like one guy and then another guy. And then it's like spread right out. And, you know, maybe somebody misses something, but usually not. Um, yeah. Were you feeling, did you have FOMO during that? Or were you like, man, this really, this course for me is like, this would be, <laughs> this would be something. I definitely like that morning. I was so glad I wasn't racing. Cause I just like, I was nervous for everyone. I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be like a painful race uh, for everyone. If you're going for it. Um, like it's not going to come easy because you know, anything can happen when it's like, and I was just talking to someone about this earlier today, but like on a, on a course like that, like, we always joke that like obstacles don't matter, but I would argue the opposite. Like, like even, even if they're simple obstacles, like when you're moving that fast and there's that many like strong contenders, the obstacles matter way more. You have to be super efficient and, in, in like not losing time, like going through the rig or whatever. So I don't know. I think I was definitely like, definitely had FOMO, but I was also like content with, <laughs> just like watching it unfold. <laughs> it, 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 it would have been interesting to see out there. Cause you're right. Like the, the obstacles absolutely did play a factor. I mean, in the, in the women's race, just Emma missing something. And I mean, that's, that's yeah. going to happen. And like, that's not necessarily what we, we were talking about, but like the men's side, Mark would catch VJ and then they yep. get to an obstacle that everybody would pass it. But VJ would come out four strides ahead Two of them. seconds ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think you would have had that type of advantage um yeah i think so. with, against someone like against anybody honestly like so that would have been fun to see it like put you in that mix get you a little uncomfortable and then just like see how you manage through monkey yeah it'd be, it'd be more of like a challenge just to like keep yourself in control enough to be able to be confident through the obstacles which i think would be the, the like the hardest for me just not like like needing to take a moment before you like jump onto something because there's just like there's no room for that in a race that fast like you have to just hope hope that you have it <laughs> right like and that's I was just thinking that like if you were in that race would you have put yourself like underwater a bit just with the running and just gotten to the obstacles and be like I hope I've done these enough and I hope I'm strong enough that I can or would you have thought about like, oh, it's too fast yeah like that would be the course to do it right yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be so cool. And like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if this will ever become a thing with Spartan, but like, I'd love to just see, um, I don't know, like having like a, um, either, either like get, getting rid of burpees or like having like a, you know, more of a savage type of format where like, you're you're not as you're not as like fearful of just like going for it because mm -hmm. I think it'd be so much more interesting to like take risks and like not have not like have it cost you the entire race if you like miss if you like whiff a bell or something so right but that's um, like it's like having the option I think we might talk yeah. about like go back and try it again or it's like I wasn't even close you know if like the way some people fail Olympus you know where they're like on it for like a minute. You're not, you're not going right. to do that again. You're spent. Right. But like what happened to you at Asheville, we did with a bell. Like, oh, let me mm -hmm. just go back and, and do this again. Or, or West Virginia, that was West Virginia, West yeah. Virginia, not Asheville. Yeah. Um, where in that case, it's like, okay, now you're no man's land. And now like, there's yeah. no really coming back unless somebody else misses something. But, or uh, the Spartan cross, you might be, you might go down in history as like the undefeated, undisputed Spartan cross <laughs> champion. <laughs> That oh, might yeah. be true. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, because like, that could be similar, I guess. I mean, you only had that one shot, and it was kind of an exhibition when you did it, right? It was Jacksonville. Yeah. 
It was so fun though. Like, was it? Yeah, it was really fun. I mean, I don't, I don't really think that it's coming back to be honest, but, um, I think it'd be cool if it did. <laughs> I know it seems viable. It seems like a viable option. Uh, I've been saying over and over, I think Savage should just take it, just take that format. Yeah. And then did you catch any of the go ruck games? Like how they had that short course. I saw like a few clips after afterwards and it looked, the rig looked really, yeah. Like the Savage course in a, in a short course format looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved to, to give them that a go. <laughs> so I'm like kind of somewhere in between these two races and <laughs> like Spartan and Savage, like Spartans has seemed to have gone like really far in the fitness component part, right? Like if you're not very fit and like this one particular type of fit now, where it seems to be like mountain trail type of fit, like it doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. matter how good you are at obstacles. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, where on the Savage end, I think it's the opposite. I think it's like gone too far in the obstacle part. And now it's almost like, it doesn't really matter how fit you are. And like, there's not like this, it kind of gets there, but you see these races where there's like bottlenecks and it's just like people come from. Yeah. Like a pro isn't getting through a rig. Yeah. That's, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Right. And then there's, okay. It's like, is this a fit? And then, then I guess that's what your definition is of an obstacle race. Like, is it the obstacle fishing? Is it a fitness part, but you kind of have both of those things, right. When that, and then that kind of leads to better. So it would be interesting to see how like a savage obstacles would be on a, a Spartan course because like it, it doesn't, so you can get a little bit of both. Um, do you think you would like a really short course like that Savage where it's no fitness or not like the Savage short course at Go Ruck? Would that just be fun um, or would that be fun to compete in? It, it'd be fun. Like, I don't know if, how competitive I'd be. Um, like, especially if any sort of like ninja person showed up, I think that's who's going to, who's going to dominate in that kind of course. But, um, but I like that feeling of just like going for it and not, like having, you know, oh, I, I fall off this rig and I have 13 miles to go and like, no chance, you know, like, right. it'd be nice to just like, just say, all right, I'm, I'm going to like lache a few times and like, I might make it, I might not like that, that kind of mentality would be, would be cool. So you're on the mend now. Um, seems like things are coming along well and um, with, with the rehab, when, when you got, her in January, what kind of timeline did they give you? Um, a very vague, like, I don't know one. It was, um, my surgeon is like super optimistic with me. He initially told me, um, I want to say, so I told him what like our series schedule was and he was like, Oh, you're probably going to miss low. But like, I think you could, you could be back for big bear. And so I kind of like took that and ran with it. Um, and I knew in my head that that seemed aggressive. Um, like it's what it's been. I think it's been like exactly. Uh, no, no, it's been three months since my surgery. Oh, surgery. Um, Okay. It's been like just, yeah not even four months since my injury. So it seemed like, I don't know, like I wasn't getting my hopes up too high, but, um, but it was kind of like a motivating thing, which he might've even, he might've even said that to me, like just knowing that it'd be like a thing on the calendar for me to work towards. Um, And in my last appointment, which was last week, he said I was like way ahead in terms of range of motion, like, um, most people are at like the degrees that I'm at are, it's more like the five, six month mark. And I'm, I'm not even at three months. So uh, that was like really encouraging to hear. Um, especially when like, I don't know, I, I'm like, I'm doing it every day, like every three hours. And I, so it's like, I kind of always feel like it's the same. Like, I don't necessarily see Mm. like these huge um, like in the beginning there was, there was days when I was like, Oh, it feels like way better today, but now it's kind of, it kind of has plateaued and it feels, um, the same to me every day and sometimes even like worse some days, but, um, but then like, I have to take a step back and look at even where I was like three or four weeks ago. Um, 
and like I was scared to even try to hang from a bar. Um, I couldn't, I definitely couldn't like let go with my right arm and like put my body weight on my left arm. Um, and now I'm like, I can take swings on the monkey bars. Like I'm, my confidence is way up. I'm way stronger. So it's, it's pretty exciting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's cause and that's an interesting perspective to have. I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of the same with running, right. Where it's hard to feel it get better. Cause it gets better. So slow. It's not just like this yeah. huge, uh, this the clicking moment of all of a sudden you're suit way faster. And when you're seeing it every day and doing the little stuff all the time, I'm sure it's like, is this even working? Right. Um, what does it feel like? Like, is it physically hurt or does it just feel like you can't move it all the way? Like when you're just feeling like that confidence on like a monkey bar or something. Um, so my, it's weird. My pain is not, um, I don't have like sharp pains or like even like any like throbbing kind of pains. It's more um, like super stiff and then almost like an achy kind of just like, you know, when you're just sore, like that, like dull achy pain. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of always, always like that. Like anything, mm -hmm. especially after like a day of, you know, intense physical therapy um, or any sort of strength session, like I'm just sore like oh so it's it's like it's nothing alarming um but it's like something that it, it just you always have it and like it's it's not um like I'm always aware of of like my joint now versus like normally you don't think you don't think about your elbow joint like unless you have an <laughs> right. issue right. so it's, it's weird and especially when you have like one arm that's like super strong um the other one just feels like so different um so you're like conscious of it. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that you're progressing faster than others might just because of what I've seen of your work ethic is like that you're, you will do what you need to do. And that's probably what's happening, right? That the, he's <laughs> probably like, Oh wow. You're actually doing all the stuff we're telling you to do that people don't typically do that. Um, but yeah. along those lines, like, because, and just from getting to know you over the past year or so, like you have this attitude that's like positive and also not necessarily like pretty laid back when it comes to your approach with, with a lot of this stuff, with a lot of like training and racing. And like, there's this enjoyment factor that you typically have when this injury happened, how did, how did that change things? If at all, did you have a, a moment where it, it didn't feel great, felt kind of dark, or were you always kind of like, all right, well, now I just need, I know what I need to do to get better. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah, definitely both. Like, I mean, the, like, I would say three or four weeks right after surgery um, were really rough. Like, I had never had a surgery before. Um, and they did, they definitely like don't prepare you for like, how bad it's going to be, like how much pain you're going to be in mm. um, and how exhausting like literally anything is. So just even just like getting dressed, like can take an hour. Um, like, yeah, it's like, like, like going to my doctor's appointments, it was like a whole, like you had to plan the whole day around just like, okay, I have to like start moving like an hour before because, um, it like takes me a while to even like get in the car and like, I don't know. Um, so that was really bad, but, but then it like, it, I don't know, you reach like a, a point, like about a month out and it, it, uh, you start feeling a lot better. Like you're weaning off the drugs and your energy's a lot higher. And then like, as soon as I could do anything, my mood was like significantly better. So like at first I could, he let me get on the bike trainer which was super sketchy. Uh, I had like this whole setup with like a ladder. Um, <laughs> oh, like, just to get on it was sketchy, not doing it. Getting just like... on the, both, <laughs> getting on the bike was super sketchy. And then like, um, so I'm like, 
leaning on like with my right arm on my handlebar and then my left arm is like perched on a ladder with like six pillows underneath and I'm like biking and then I get like super sore in weird areas like my upper back because I'm like in this mm. like weird position mm-hmm. um, but I was like doing something and like not just sitting on the couch so it was like things like that like helped a lot um and then yeah eventually I was like out of the um the like contraption with the like splint and all the wrapping and the you know you like feel like you're <laughs> like a um like a mummy for a while because you're just like in this thing like immobilized and then um once I got out of that and into more of like just a, a regular like brace where I could move my arm that was huge um actually like went on a trip to Hawaii somehow and like got through that in that brace which was awesome um so yeah it was like day by day <laughs> yeah and like you didn't you, you started running shortly after that right after you got out of the big like immobilized brace thing yeah. like did you you ran in Hawaii didn't you yeah this was like <laughs> probably I don't know my I never told my surgeon um but like he cleared me to run like he was like, you can try jogging on the grass or like on the turf, um, like really slow, like, like do not risk anything. Cause at that point, like I was, my arm was super vulnerable. Like I could not take a fall. Um, I would re-dislocate my arm if like any, anything bad happened. And I was like running on trails, like in, Ho- I don't know <laughs> if you've been to Hawaii, but like Gnarly trails. everything is muddy always. <laughs> and it's like covered in roots and rocks. And I was like, just like anytime I was running, I was like praying, like, please don't fall, please don't fall. And like being super, super cautious with like my footing. Um, but I got through it. And it was fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Would blood like would blood flow help that type of recovery, or is it just like there's so much going on? Like, cause you do you have hardware in there now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have um a plate and a uh a few screws and then um another screw like holding my ligament together um so does it work the same as any type of like like does the blood increased blood flow help that yeah uh, yeah so um yeah basically as soon as I started exercising um well two things happen is one you start being in a lot more pain because when you're getting your heart rate up and like having more blood flow to the area um you get more inflammation and um it just like i don't know for some reason it it increases your your pain level um but at the same time like your uh like any sort of movement especially with the elbow is like critical for like as soon as as soon as i my bone was like stable enough to be able to like move it around he was like you gotta just all day every day be like moving your arm like getting in the water was good because you know that like helps the joint and stuff um and then like even running helped a lot because you're just like swinging your arm and getting blood flow to the area so Mm -hmm. um yeah I think every little bit helped I think like the worst thing you could do is just like have it be stationary all day so so, yeah, so you, you uh, took it upon yourself to really get get it, get the blood flow going. And then, like, even more on the trail, so you're, like, probably super nervous. <laughs> Heart rate's jumping. Yeah. Well, I was, like, uh, bringing my hiking poles with me everywhere, too, because I was too nervous to fall. <laughs> I was like, yeah. maybe these will help me. <laughs> on the sand. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. The, um, so, Big Bear is – so you think of Big Bear's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. I, uh, I really, I'm coming for the first time ever. I'm just like, I have no expectations. I'm going to enjoy it. And like, I'm either going to, you know, surprise myself and get through the obstacles or I'm going to do a lot of burpees and like, that's (laughs) okay. So, um, yeah. And maybe just the, maybe the penalty loop ones, just or the penalty loops. Go, yeah, go I'm hoping some penalty like loops. all the hard ones have penalty loops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and the expectation part is something that 
I'm interested in because of how how things kind of shifted completely, right? Coming off this big high and then having this happen almost right away. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think it it has changed? Like, has it been a dramatic shift in that? Like, were you were you, were you feeling pressure leading into the season, or and now it's kind of like dissipated because of this? And are you like thankful for that, or like how have how have you kind of balanced expectations pre and post um, coming into this year? Um. Yeah, I think I think coming into this year, like even in the first few weeks where I started like increasing my mileage again and like doing the like base building phase, I didn't feel like excited about it. I was kind of mm-hmm. still um I just like wanted to be like not training. I <laughs> just like I felt like I didn't have enough of an off season to just kinda like reset. Um like it was great, but I, I didn't necessarily feel ready to like be pushing myself again. Um, and then this happened and, and it kind of shifted me into like, shoot, like that is what I wanted to be doing. Like I, what was I thinking? Like I was just being lazy and, um, and like I would have given anything to just like get back to like hard workouts. Um, so it's funny how like an injury can do that, but now I would say I, I'm like somewhere in the middle. I still have like huge goals for the year. I'm like, I have high confidence that I'll be, you know, fully, you know, racing back to like where I used to be hopefully by the end, you know, like fall time frame. So uh, I think, I think there's still a lot of the year left, a lot of races to be had and like still a lot more um, to go, but for right now, I'm just like happy to be where I am. I'm not, I'm not like putting any pressure on myself. I'm, I'm definitely nervous. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think it's like, anytime you take a long time off of doing something, getting back into it is like scary, uh, especially like in a really highly competitive race um, Mm -hmm. where there's like a lot of eyes on it and stuff. I think I fear that like people expect a lot of me and might be disappointed, but in terms of myself, I think I'm just like, I'm just going to be racing to, to, um, have fun. And, and, uh, I mean, I'll be racing hard, but like, if I, if I screw up, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. <laughs> Do you have as good of an excuse <laughs> as, <laughs> as there could possibly be to even be back in, in racing at all. And yeah, the, the external pressure, um, did you start to, because like, even how I said in the beginning, it's like, people know who you are now right? Like there was, it's not, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't a one race thing. It was like consistent, high level, like accomplishments basically from the beginning of the season. Right. Even, even, uh, Jacksonville last year, that was like a pretty good race for you in all things considered, um, from the, even from the previous year. But, um, (laughs) So does that weigh in on you at all? Do you feel that? Like, is there stuff now that you feel this year or even toward the end of last year um, that you hadn't felt coming into 2021? Oh, definitely. I think that was the biggest struggle for me is like, as the year went on, I would feel like, oh, shoot. Like now, like it used to be like, oh, if I... Um, like no one knows who I am. Like if I screw up, like no one, no one cares other than myself. Like, um, no one's going to be disappointed in me. Um, and now like, yeah, later on in the year, it was like, shoot, I have to be on my game at every race because, um, I didn't, I don't know. I felt like I still kind of had something to prove, but I also, um, just like I wanted it bad. Like I wanted, um, I felt like my everything I had put into OCR was like coming true and like it was really exciting and I didn't want to screw it up like after having like such a good year like you know messing it up at the very end would have would have sucked so I definitely like felt that pressure um and and coming into this year like same thing I think I've I think I've um figured out like little ways to manage it and um like deal with anxiety and stuff, but I definitely still struggle with it for sure. Yeah. How do you, how do you kind of put that thing in, in, in perspective? Because it is interesting, right? Like 
when, you know, there's like coverage on it or just people talking about it, like the, the narrative's out of your hands more than it would have been before where it's like, all right, I finished and here's my race cap race recap for whoever really wants to. But now other people talk about it. Right. And it's like, Oh, this is like a weird feeling that it's like, I'm not in control of what other people are like saying. Um, but like, so how do you, how do you help put, put it in perspective when you're feeling those things come up that really are out of your control? Right. Um, but like, how does it, like, how do you balance that? How do you fight that back? Um, I think I just try to have fun with it. Like, um, I would say a huge thing that's been helpful for me is just like creating like a community in the sport and like having people to lean on and like even like at races, like staying with my friends, like having the dream team people. It's like uh, we can all just like joke about, you know, whatever crazy thing someone's saying and and not really take it seriously. Um, And I don't know. The great thing about this sport I've found is like, I would say for the most part, everyone is really like we cheer each other on and like we're super supportive of one another. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like in most sports, you don't have that to this to this extent. So I feel pretty lucky um, to just have people like constantly lifting me up, um, even if there's like, oh, there's like skeptics still and whatever. Like, I don't really I don't really care. I'm like, I think there's enough people telling me um telling me I can do it, then there's ones that are, you know, doubting me. So that is interesting about OCR that that I, I've heard that from a couple of people. They're like, wow, this community's actually amazing. They're yeah. really they're just like nice. <laughs> yeah. And that there isn't too much of that like ego driven stuff. And maybe it's because we're all we've all done other stuff to a certain point. You know, everyone's kind of like been an athlete in their previous life and have come into this now. And it's like this is more just fun. But it, yeah, it's good to be around people too. Cause like, it's like, oh, you're just a normal person. I'm just a normal person. Like <laughs> we're just, yeah. we're just rolling in the mud. That's, just, that's not, not too normal. Just yeah. like, <laughs> slightly <laughs> off. It's, it's doing an abnormal thing. Um, normal in this group. <laughs> right. Right. So did your running fitness take a hit really? Your running fitness is, seems to be strong again. Like even just the recent run that you put on another 10 mile one that outside of that race that you just run was like a really big effort. Um, But so you seem like you're coming along well. Did that, did that take a little bit of time? Because you had to take some forced time off. Was that helpful to take that time down? You think looking now, or or where would you put yourself um, in terms of like your fitness, even compared to like this time last year? Yeah, I was trying to think about that. Um, I would say, I mean, it's kind of similar to last year, actually, where like um, at the end of 2019, I had a hip injury and took like a bunch of time off, probably even more than than for this one. Um, And I I think that actually like can never really hurt you. I mean, it's going to suck for the next few weeks, like getting back into shape, but it comes back pretty quick. Um, I would say this year, um, my climbing, I don't know. I I felt like I maybe like it's taking like a little bit longer for me to get to that same like confidence I felt with my climbing maybe last year, but, um, but it's also pretty early. Like I think Mm -hmm. last year, the bigger mountain races were a little bit later and there was a huge I, gap, right? Yeah. Like, I'd had more time. So yeah, I don't think, I, th- I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just, it's, in, it's just intimidating having big bear so early because it's a, it's a really tough, it's a tough course. Um, and I think it can, it can really like screw you up if, if, if you haven't prepared right. So Luckily, it's a super. I think if it were right. a beast, I might be screwed. But <laughs> in a super, like you can kind of get away with like not having done as much steep stuff. But Big Bear yeah. was the ultimate wake up call for me in 2019. Like I had, I had awesome running fitness, ran a great like 10 mile <laughs> flat, whatever. Like two weeks later, went out to Big Bear, and I was just like, oh, a big bear beast is something that I have no business doing. This is absolutely terrible. 
Um, so the super, yeah, that, and I, I like that they did put it as a super because in 19, it was, it was in May and it was a beast. It, it could have made sense for them to make it a beast last year. Cause it was so late in the season, like super yeah. late in the season. But, uh, so how did like thinking about the super, um, and where you are now, is it just like, and compare, and, and that's also the thing. Cause in October it was at the end of the whole year. So you had like race sharpness you know right we had already raced north american champs yeah in Tahoe. Tahoe. um i had i had done like a decent amount of altitude stuff at that point so i think big bear almost felt kind of easy in a way it was like not technical terrain mm-hmm. um the altitude like didn't really hit me too bad it was my only issue was i was like dealing with like lots of lingering like little injuries at that point, which was the biggest issue. Other than that, like my fitness was there. Um, so this year it's kind of different. It's like early in the year, we haven't done anything like that. And a lot of us are like fresher, uh, which I think could be, could be good or bad. Like, um, so. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can get in over your head really, really fast at that race. Yes. You could, yeah. You could blow up in the first, five minutes i think because yeah, they just send easily. us right up right up the the giant ski hill yeah. so <laughs> we're probably expecting it to be the same thing right like yeah up up down up yeah fin- up down up down finish up down i will be like yeah up to the not all the way up um but like most of the way up and down like halfway i think it's gonna be that same because oh, okay. because really with like the super distance um I don't know what else they would they could do because they couldn't send us they couldn't send us like two full lengths up. It'd be too long, I think. Um, and I I don't see them sending us up like a real trail. I think it's going to be typical. Like we're just going, you know, straight like up. That, the, <laughs> the course at the the Spartan Games that looked awesome. Did you, did you catch that? Where it was just like oh wild. yeah, that was at yeah. that was, I think that was at the course. Um, so something like that would be sweet, but yeah, they just send you up the ski hill. There is at the top, right? Like for the beast, you run around up top for a little bit. So they could maybe yep. send you up once, but it's more like logistics for the obstacles, right? Like come back down. Yeah. Do They're not the going to put obstacles up, up there. there. I was looking at that Montana map and they, they basically have all the obstacles on the sprint course. It's like the beast and super, you just yep. run and you come back and you just do obstacles like at the very end so maybe they'll do something like that i don't know but it's a little bit the bit the spirit of big bear you're going up twice probably yeah uh so yeah so it's an interesting one to come back to so are you trying to and i guess that's nice right like not necessarily having expectations for it where it could just be like let's just see where we're at yeah i think it'll be good i don't um yeah, it's like I've gone back and forth a few times because you want to like go into a race feeling confident. Um, it's always like nice to be like, oh, like my obstacle game's really good and my climbing's really good and like all that. But um, the reality of it is that's just not where I'm at. And I could either sit back and be like, all right, I'm going to come back when I'm like 100% ready. Um, but I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know if I'll be there by the time the Mexico race comes. And then I'm like, all right, so I maybe just don't race Mexico either. Do I keep just like keep waiting? Do I just focus on trail running right now? Like I've kind of been all over the place, but ultimately I'm going to use Big Bear as kind of like a trial and see like, can I get through it um, well enough to like kind of keep me in the running for the series um, and if, if that, if that goes decently well, then, then I'll race Mexico and like finish the series. So. Yeah. You just got to start. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, if you're not feeling hundred percent ready now, like, yeah, like by Mexico, you're probably still not feeling 100%. Like a few weeks later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so you might be 90% now and by Mexico 92, but yeah. at least it'll <laughs> be get a little bit better. Um, so I always find it hard to really 
in the moment, like figure out how I'm, I'm feeling or in a bunch of different ways in, in, in any respect of life. Right. It's like, Oh, I look back. It's like, Oh, I was actually not in a great place mentally back then, or, or I was, or I was super fit back then or whatever, but based mm-hmm. off where I am now looking back, it's easier, but when I'm in the moment, it's harder to know. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that we're kind of coming around on a calendar year, are you kind of feeling those things that you kind of mentioned? Like, oh man, my obstacle game was so good. My fitness was so nasty. <laughs> or like, have you been able to kind of reflect a little bit more on it? Um, yeah, a little. I don't know. I I feel like I never really go into anything feeling like that though. I I struggle a little bit with confidence and like, I think... Um, like I know at this point, like I've, I've been consistent enough to know that I'm like decent. Like I can, I could say I'm like, you know, one of the best, but I still don't come into a race being like, all right, I got this. Like there's, <laughs> like, there's, and that's the thing with like, with OCR, even if you, even if you feel like super confident on obstacles and you feel super confident with your fitness, like there's still a lot of unknown variables. Like when you get on the start line, like you don't know, like, you know, what, like, maybe the monkey bars are going to be icy or wet or like, things like that, that like, there's not a ton you can do to prepare for it. It's kind of like, just how you handle it in the moment. Um, Mm. So things like that. I mean, I kind of like that because it throws people off. And, um, and if you if you handle it, well, that could like, you know, be how you win a race, or, or it could be how you lose a race. But um but I would say, I mean, I definitely feel um, like good with, you know, where I'm at and like how I've performed. And I um, I think that, you know, I've worked hard, so yeah, I, nice. I should feel like that. But, but yeah, like, I don't know, I never feel like <laughs> I'm coming to win, like that kind of thing. Well, I think it's a good sign then that you're not necessarily looking back at last year being like, oh man, I wish I was just as fit as I was at what Asheville or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like that's necessarily in your head. So it must not be that noticeable to you right now. So like maybe your fitness is pretty, hasn't fallen off really at all. I mean, just, it's just going to be the elbow thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, what's the obstacle that's going to be like? Um, is it anything overhead is like the, is it monkey bars in particular? Is it twister? Um, so I think the ones that scare me the most, um, well, as far, so as far as overhead stuff go, like anything that's going to involve a lot of like dynamic, like big swings. So like beater, um, I haven't done anything like that yet. So that is a total unknown on how that will play out. I've done, I just yesterday for the first time um, was able to like do far farther swings like on the monkey bars where I like skip a bar. Um, so that was like, you know, a big, a big thing. Um, but I'm still super like, I don't know. I just even doing like a, a couple sets of monkey bars, like I just, my arm isn't like super stable. So, um, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to feel like I, I like going to get through that really easily. I don't I just don't know. Um, penalty loop fingers crossed. Yeah. Is it worse? So it's your left arm. My left arm. Yeah. Is it harder to like, like, would you rather lead with your left then or, or, and have all and be hanging on with your body weight on your left arm behind you or, or, or I'm sorry, yeah. I think I said that wrong. Um, uh, I think I said the same thing twice. What, which arm would you rather lead with in something like beater? Um, so with beater, I think I would want my, I would want to lead with my dominant arm if I'm thinking. And be hanging like with your my left right behind arm. you. Yeah. It's weird though, because like, I think right now, normally it's just like my natural instinct to lead with my left arm because um, just hanging from my right arm feels a lot better. So if I'm right. going to like let go, it feels better to lead with, I, I don't know. I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to do a little race sim and like see 
trying to like do some of these things um, after like running hard and see like, okay, what happens like naturally hmm. um, versus like being in, in the gym and like thinking it through. So um, I think I'll have a better idea after I do that. Right. Cause it's probably going to be important to be a little bit more calculated with that type of stuff where in the past you're just like either arm, like just going right. to go through and it's right. not going to be a problem. Now you're going to be like, what is actually going to, cause even yeah. when like Josh Reed hurt his shoulder at Tahoe. Right. And and he failed Olympus at the end just cause he went the way he naturally would have. Yeah. But yeah. because his left arm was messed up, he led with it and just like, couldn't do it. Or if right. he went the other way, maybe he could have done it. Um, so your brain's probably not going to work great in those moments. So it might be important to know what to do. Totally. Yeah. Olympus is another one where like, I mm. haven't tried doing that. Um, I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow and see like, can I even hold my weight while I'm like moving laterally? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I might have to like lock off. I was going to ask. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause your hand, your hand and grips are, are strong enough that you can kind of leverage like, lean back and be straight arm through that thing. Yeah. But you might have to, does it feel better to lock off? So locking off like on monkey bars fe feels a lot more secure for me. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's more fatiguing. So mm. um, I don't know. I have a feeling I'm going to be doing a combination of the two, mm. but um, like for like, usually on rings, like I do like full, like monkey swings. And I'm wondering, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm like locking off might feel better on that. How is your lock off strength? Because it's not something you ever really have to depend on. It's okay. Yeah. I would say, um, I've been doing it a lot more lately, so right. <laughs> probably improved a little bit, especially on my right arm. Um, my, I think my, my right arm is pretty strong right now because it's just like been doing all the work like even when i do pull-ups like i would say it's probably like 70 percent my right arm um yeah yeah pretty, i guess, like, I guess same thing like where you would lock out each direction yeah. yeah it's probably gonna be safer but i mean even a lot of top athletes still do that yeah so it's yeah. not necessarily gonna put you at a disadvantage I mean, it's gonna be different you know? yeah exactly um the other things I, I'm nervous about are are not necessarily like the overhead, just like the carries, um, mm -hmm. just like getting, I don't, I'm not like too, too worried about it with a super. Um, I'm hoping the weights aren't crazy, but I know that like with Spartan lately, like sometimes the sandbags and stuff have been pretty heavy. And for me, it's like, I can, I can carry weight fine, but like, like, cleaning it like getting it up on my shoulder um mm -hmm. is a challenge so like um we'll see we'll see how that goes i might end up just like throwing it over my right shoulder and carrying it that way mm -hmm. um, yeah i didn't think about that yeah that's definitely gonna be awkward hmm um, mm -hmm. it'll be fun to I, get out there yeah, yeah i also haven't done like anything like uh the Hercoist. Um, oh yeah. I'm not sure. I, I think it's going to be okay. I'm going to try that tomorrow and see how it goes. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Cause you just have to walk it up at the, and pull it the same. You don't necessarily go hand over hand on that anyway. No, no. I usually, yeah, I usually like, um, I, th I feel like I do like three, like up and then down. Like, yeah. Three of those. Yeah. Right. So that might be all right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to see how, how it plays out and I'm glad it's just kind of like, yeah, let's just get out there and just do it. Who cares? Right. You're, you're able, it's close to home. It's not like you're flying right. far to do it. So there's like no reason not to, if you think you, you just got to rip the bandaid off. Um, so something, sometimes what happens with these injuries from people who I, I talk to and I mean, your rehab seems to have been gone, gone real well and you bounce back pretty, uh, pretty easily. But sometimes I even try to have this conversation with people as like, when you can't do something like eventually there's going to be a point where we can't do OCR. Like we're going to be, even if it's like we're 70 or whatever, 80 years old and we're like, all right, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> and like, it's kind of, the, there's a point where the things that we do, especially as uh, athletes who are physical and a lot of our like mental health is kind of tied to that stuff as well. And just like, it's like, yeah. at least it's just like, uh, and it's kind of built into our personality. It's just like what we do, <laughs> you know, it's like, it takes up a lot of time. It's just stuff that we do. 
did you have thoughts like that? Like, Oh, what, what am I going to do when, when I'm not going to be racing or when I can't be climbing? Were you thinking about that stuff at all? Totally. I mean, it's impossible not to, because there were like many weeks in the beginning where I didn't even think I would, I would ever climb again or like do Mm. like, I couldn't even imagine like doing a pull up until like maybe a few weeks ago. Like it was, it was like crazy. I don't know. My arm was just really, really weak and really, really, really stiff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was definitely probably a little bit depressed, like thinking like, Oh shit, like I had this great year. And not that that would be like a bad note to end on, but I didn't like, it didn't feel ready to be over. Like I wanted, I wanted to keep going. Um, But yeah, it makes you think like, okay, um, like, could I do something else or, uh, or would I be okay? Just like leaving it there. Um, And like, maybe just doing like fun stuff and like not being competitive, Um, which I think I, I would be I would be okay with that. It's not like I've been doing this a whole a whole long time, but um, but yeah, it was it was kind of sad to think that way. Like, oh, it could be over. <laughs> I mean, because my, it wasn't my on your sur- terms. Yeah, my surgeon was like in the beginning, kind of real with me and saying that, like, I mean, he didn't think this would end my career, but he did say, you know, like. This, it's a serious injury that, like, if I were, you know, an Olympic gymnast, like, that would be probably the end of my career just because mm-hmm. doing, um, like, things like like ring muscle-ups, like, I'll probably, I don't know, some some people, like, do regain full range of motion, but, like, most people don't. Um, and anything where you're, like, fully locked out, like, even for me, doing planks are, like, pretty hard right now. So, mm. um, so yeah, that would, that would be a bummer. but. Hopefully, it won't be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's on. Um, we were talking about Brooke Wells before. Did you look into her thing? Was is her was her thing similar to yours? I don't know too much about her injury, but like seeing her recovery, it se- like it seems like her surgery was even more involved than mine. Like she it had did. reconstruction surgery. Um, I'm assuming she either like shattered her radius head or maybe broke like. In my injury, my sur- uh, my surgeon was saying he was actually surprised in like the the angle that I fell. Um, I probably should have also broke my ulna um, and my radius, so like that would be like the most common thing that would happen. Like if you are gonna like if there's that much um, force involved, like for your radius head to break, usually like your ulna breaks too. So I was actually really lucky in that. Like I think. Mm either like my musculature like somehow prevented that or I just got lucky. I'm not sure, but um, assuming she had some other, other break in there as well. Cause she was catching a snatch overhead. That's what happened with her. And oh, like, okay. it so it, it was coming from above and I don't know if it's just kind of like it's heavy. She's super strong, oh, man. So yeah. I, yeah. It's real scary stuff. Um, but she's coming back. She, she's, yeah. I mean, she, yeah, I see her doing ring muscle ups. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't think I'd ever be able to do something like that again. So if, uh, I mean, there's hope, I guess. Yeah, for sure. She also, like, I saw that she was doing like six hours of therapy every day. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, like I can barely get through an hour and a half, like twice a week. It's so hard. Is there a point where it's like. I guess there's not a point where it's too much. Can you overtrain rehab? Like, does it go that way? Did they tell you to kind of chill out on it a little bit or just no. like as much as you can do? They it's always just about tell movement? me to go harder. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, uh, I think, um, especially like with the stretching, like in the beginning, I was so scared. Because like when you, I don't know if you can see my arm, but um, yeah. when you're flexing, like you have, like a natural um, like tendency to, I don't know, like something with your, your nervous system is like preventing you from fully flexing. Um, so my, like I had to like work on like actively like having my bicep relax so that I could like bend it further. Um, 
and my surgeon was like you're not gonna break your arm like please push harder like like I had to like learn to be aggressive with it um because it feel especially in the beginning it felt like I was gonna snap like my arm was gonna snap off <laughs> it's, like, it's probably really and it's like your it's your brain just protecting it right it's like yeah exactly. we can't go any further we got to kind of put this in place it's like no 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 just like tell your brain that it's fine yeah push it back further yeah i'm sure there's gonna be there's probably gonna be a lot of that moving forward even too just like things that you yeah that you're gonna have to kind of like relearn and retrust um so because it, it wasn't that long ago <laughs> like i think there's mm -hmm. still there's probably still some some stuff that are, that's going to emerge from this, yep. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Did a lot of damage, so <laughs> yeah. So, does your surgeon actually know what OCR is? No. No. <laughs> um, my therapist knows. Like, she gets like Spartan racing. Her son is a. Uh, um, he does like competitive parkour. So, like, oh, cool. that's she's crazy, like all yeah. about like Spartan, yeah, that like ninja stuff, but. Uh, my surgeon, like, I don't think he even understands, like, how I got in, like, the whole climbing, like, it's, I don't know, I had to, like, explain to him what bouldering was and stuff. Oh, geez. Yeah. How, how, <laughs> how, how do people normally do this? Um, I think it's just any, any sort of, like, fall, like, like falling uh, off a ladder or something. Yeah. Falling off your bike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's always forward, like to, I don't know, maybe skiing or snowboarding or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably skiing too. Because I don't know what bouldering is. Well, yeah, you don't have to tell them all the ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool, Annie. I mean, I'm I'm excited to 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 see you back out there. And um, really, did you think like when it first happened that your season was over? Like, did you think it was over before it started? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought like everything was over. Like, I mean, <laughs> like when your arm is like that messed up, you're like, Oh, that's the end. Like that's life. <laughs> I'm just a cripple now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's wild. Like how the body, like, it's pretty amazing actually to see um, how, how you can like heal and like recover. Um, and I know that like, I'll probably forever have like some limitations, but um but it's, it's really cool to see like that you can come back from something like that, especially if you're like an active, strong person. Yeah. I can't believe people don't get super hurt like this all the time. Like, just like, I agree. we I are, we are like, we are pieces of hardware. It's like, you have like a, your bookshelf will break, but your body's fine for right? hundred years. Yeah. Bones so. are strong. It's yeah, for ass. sure. Um, <laughs> cool. We'll make sure to, to follow along. Uh, catch on a recap probably after or something and then um yeah so yeah that's it sounds good thanks for having me all right we'll see ya